Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. I am Joe McCall. And I have a special guest today. We're going to be talking about some automation and some systems and tools. And this guy is a big-time wholesaler and in a very, very difficult competitive market. And so I'm excited to talk to him and share a little bit of his story, talk about what he's doing and how he do, does it and some of the tools that he uses. I just wanted to recommend to you guys one more time, as I always do, to go to realestateinvestingmastery.com and... Check out the podcast. We have a bunch of episodes. We're up to, I've just totaled, I've changed all the numbering systems, the numbering system on the podcast. And you might have already noticed this by the time you're listening, but I had different series, different numbering systems that I used. I did interviews. I did REI in your car. And I'm simplifying and combining it all. And I have one numbering system now. And the crazy thing is this, as I'm recording this, we're up to like 552 so we have over 552 episodes of this podcast since 2011, since we started it. And I still am passionate, as passionate and excited about this podcast and talking to people that we talk to and teaching the stuff that we do. I'm just as passionate today as I was in 2011 when we started it. So please go to the website, realestateinvestingmastery.com, and to kind of celebrate the new numbering system. I have new series that we have up on the podcast that we put together. It's called Wholesaling 101. And it's a mind map. You can get the mind map for free. And we walk through the simplest, fastest way to do a deal from beginning to end through some series of simple, short videos. Each of these videos are like 15 minutes long. And we give a mind map. And in the mind map, it's all completely free. So if you want more information, you can see a banner at realestateinvestingmastery.com. Get that mind map. Watch the little videos that we did. It's simple, basic steps. Even if you already understand wholesaling, even if you've already done a bunch of deals, it's good to be reminded of these little things. And I'm excited about it. We could have sold this for a thousand bucks. We just were giving it away for free. It is in the course. Okay. I mean, it's in the course. It's at realestateinvestingmastery.com. One more thing too, please leave a review. If you like this show, Leave us a review. Let us know. If you go to real estate, I'm sorry, go to iTunes or go to Stitcher, go to Google Play. I don't, if, if we're even on Google Play, I don't know because every time I check on my Apple devices, I don't see podcasts on Google Play. But I think if you have an Android that if you go to Google Play, you can find podcasts on there and check out the Real Estate Investing Mastery Show. Leave us a review if you like it. We'd really appreciate it. Cool. So today's guest, his name is Gabriel. Gabriel Garcia from South Florida. He's on the show. He's in a, my, my mastermind. You meet Gabriel. He's such a cool guy. He's really laid back, him and his partner, Omar. And you think, oh, these guys are cool, but I, you know, I wonder what they do. And uh, they are crushing it. They are doing t- – and you, you, you're just like, wow, serious? <laughs> I don't mean that as a slam, Gabriel. And I hope you, you hear my <laughs> – no, no slam taken. Okay. It's like – I am so impressed. It's like, wow, awesome. So welcome to the show, Gabriel. Thank you, man. Thank you. How are you? Doing great, man. Can't complain. Well, 
I've wanted to have you on the show for a while now. And we were talking on the phone the other day and I said, man, let's get you. You're doing some really cool things about with Podio. And uh, we're going to talk about a little bit about that here. But I wanted to ask you first about your business. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing now in Florida? Sure. Well, we have an, a wholesale operation down here in South Florida. You know, nothing too major, but we have between me and my partner, we got a team of uh, what, 10 of us. I think it's about 10 or 11 of us uh, right now. And we probably do, uh, last year we did around 95 transactions. This year, probably be somewhere around there as well. And um, yeah, you know, it's all direct to, it's all direct to seller based, you know, mostly uh-huh. just heavily marketing based. And we just, you know, get these properties, get them under contract and assign our interest in, in, in these deals. And we've built this little machine that's working pretty well right now, you know. Are you doing mostly rehabbing or wholesaling? Right now, it's 100% wholesaling. Nice. I was talking to another guy in our mastermind. I won't say who he is, but he's done a lot of deals for a long, long time. And he used to rehab almost everything. And he is now doing 100% wholesaling. He's not keeping anything. And he was looking at his numbers and he said if he would have wholesaled everything that he had back from when he got started, which is maybe 10 years now. Yeah, I I know who you're talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah. Is it 15 years? 15 years ago. Okay. He said he would have had an extra $3 million in the bank account, in his bank account right now. I haven't been doing this for that long. We started in 2013. Yeah. We turned off the rehab machine in quarter one of this year. Yeah. And if I would have done the same thing, I probably would have close to five, at least five to 600,000, if not more extra on the bank, just, just from that. <laughs> now, somebody is listening to us talk about this and is like scratching their head thinking, why would you say that? You make, you make more money when you rehab a deal, right? Sure. I mean, if you just, it's such a, it's such a, it doesn't tell the whole story. Right. Explain that a little bit, would you? Sure. So I don't want to get too deep into it with, I, I can if you want me to. No, I don't no, mind. just give us but, a high level. But, you know, there comes to, it took me a long time to realize this. I'm, I'll leave a gem here for everybody, but cash, cash flow is more important than profit. And I'll say that one more time. Cash flow is more important than profit. It took me a long time to realize that. And the rehab beast is not a cash flow machine. So, yeah, you make more money on the deal. But then you lose the cash flow and you can literally go broke. I mean, I'm sure you know, Joe, right? I mean, uh-huh. there's a whole bunch of people who can be cash rich, but I mean, real estate rich, but cash poor. And then you find yourself in a position where all of a sudden you are about to, you have no money coming in. You have all these expenses going out. And what do you do? You have to either sell stuff for discounts like right away or borrow money or do something. And then, you know, you have the whole entire operational side, which is a beast in itself to scale. Um, it's a lot easier to scale, you know, you know, we're doing a hundred deals. I, with my current, I, I have an infrastructure in place right now to do 200 deals in my business and I can, I can double that, you know, yeah, well, we may, well, we have to make some refinements to our system probably sure, but it's doable. You know, if I were to just do, go from doing zero rehabs to 200 or or a hundred to 200, it's just a different animal. It's a different animal to take. There's so many more moving pieces. And, um, I, I personally don't believe it's as scalable, you know, unless you have really, yeah. really cheap money. I mean, even then I, there's, there's ways to do it right, but I, it's just, it's just, it's, it's a different animal. It's a big, it's a much tougher beast to take on. People don't realize there's a lot of liability. 
there's a lot of exposure. Now, we're not saying wholesaling is 100% risk-free, but it's pretty darn close. You know, there. Well, you, you protect yourself from the downside on it when the market turns, right? Yes. What happens when the, what happens when the market turns and you have fifty or a hundred rehabs going on? I mean, you, you can get literally crushed. Very good point. Very good point. So, you know, it's okay to maybe wholesale once in a while. We're not saying don't do that, but people kind of and I this when I got started in the business, Gabriel, I looked down on wholesaling. I looked down on wholesalers. I thought I want to do the big sexy deals. I thought wholesaling was kind of like the get rich quick late night infomercial scam stuff. Yeah, you know, and I and I still think most investors to this day have that same perception. Why they do, I don't know, but I would be more than happy to bust that myth for anybody willing to pay attention because it's a it's a fantastic way to get started in the business. The the, the drawback with wholesaling, the only drawback I can think of wholesaling is when you stop wholesaling, you stop making money. But, but if you're smart, you're taking your profits that you're getting from wholesaling and you're buying assets that produce cash flow, right? Right. So good stuff, man. I, I, I wanted to talk about that because I know you used to do a lot of rehabs. You do a lot of wholesaling now and you're in a super competitive market. Can we tell people where you're from? Is that okay? Sure. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm in <laughs> South Florida. So I'm in, I'm in, uh, right. I'm, we, we operate in Dade, Broward and Palm Beach counties. So. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's as it's as competitive as you can get right now. I know my guys, my acquisitions team. When they got on appointments, there's probably at least twenty postcards on the seller's table that we're competing with, and there are people knocking on the doors after your contracts are tied up, offering offering them more money to get out of your contract. I mean, it's just uh, wow. It's 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 a very competitive market. I mean, you got to really be fully invested and committed to what you're doing to, to succeed down here. You know, you can't, you can't go at it half ass. And what are some of the things that you do, Gabriel, that make you stand out above the competition? Joe, if I had to put it into one word, man, or just uh, to make it as simple as possible, I, I think it's just our commitment to excellence, man. Mm, yeah. I, I'm driven by being excellent and being really good at what I do. And I know there's always a next level for me to get to, and there's always another place, another level for me to to learn and 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 get better at. And so I'm driven by that. And I I hate 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 mediocrity. I hate I ever want to be that guy that's just mediocre. I don't know if it's just an ego thing or what, but I just I just don't want to be mediocre. It's just like it just it just doesn't sit with me, you know? So I, I'm just really driven by being the best at what we can do. So I think in any level in the business, whether it's marketing or acquisitions or operations or whatever it is, we're constantly always looking for a way to get better and be better. And it's just that never ending drive to do that, I think really is, is what keeps us, uh, gives us that edge in, in our, in our market, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because you can definitely uh, tell that when you get to know you and just talk about what you're doing. And I've seen your presentations at Collective Genius before, and it makes sense. You're you're a maniac when it comes to tracking your numbers. You're mm-hmm. very, very good with knowing where you're at at all times, which is super important. You know, What are some of the other things that make you stand out above your competition that, that allows you to do deals that other guys aren't? Is it simple things like you know, you guys are good at answering the phones. You're good at follow up, things like that. Sure. I mean, I mean, we we invested. We've invested a lot into sales training for our team. Yeah. 
I always give a shout out to John Martinez, yeah. you know, great dude. We've invested a lot into sales training. Um, you know, we got some pretty cool systems. I think on the podio side, just internally, that's really helped us stay really organized, really have tight communication between everybody to make sure stuff doesn't fall through the cracks. Yeah, having good culture. I mean, I think, I mean, there's always challenges in the business, right? Like when you're a single man operator, your challenge is just paying the bills. Your challenge is just, how can I get enough money in to, um, can I get more money in than money out? Once you solve that challenge, it's like, okay, well, how do I, how do I stop working so much and, and putting out all these fires and start hiring people? And I think at that phase is where a lot of people struggle and they really have a hard time, you know, putting systems in place and processes that can, that, that they can, that now I can take someone else to oversee that process or, or, or handle that process. And, you know, I think those are the two biggest places where, that separate really, you know, the, the one man operator from the guy that can really build an organization that, that can, uh, that can dominate the marketplace and just sustain itself on its own. So that, that's also what we're good at. You know, we're really, we've, we've been blessed to have attract good people and, you know, everyone so far, knock on wood. I mean, like the only turnaround that we've had in our company is two acquisition guys. But other than that, everyone that we've hired has stayed with us since day one. That's amazing. You know? And you probably pay them really well too. Yeah, I overpay. You know, mm-hmm. I I overpay, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, I have a good team, and when I have a good team, I can relax and I don't have to be, you know, chopping fires down every day, all day. I can get on podcasts like this and talk with you and have a good time. I can go on vacations when I want, and I can literally take my laptop and go work anywhere in the world. Really, I don't have to be anywhere in South Florida for the business to run. Yeah. And if, if I want to take a month off, which I have, I've taken two months off consecutively when, when my sons were born, I can, and I don't have to worry about the ship burning down or anything like that. So, uh, you know, it has a lot of benefits for sure. Oh, that's really good. Really good. Okay. So let's talk about Podio, Gabriel. One of the things that you've been, um, I've been most impressed about with you and your business and your operation is how you have set up Podio from really taking it to an entire another level. And uh, you've even dabbled a little bit in creating a product that other investors can use. And we're going to talk about that for sure because we'll talk a little bit about why you like Podio, Gabriel. And the, and the, and the by the way, if I'm just going to give people the website right now. Is that okay? Sure. REIvolution.com. Well, dot .io. Dot .io. That's right. Okay. REI for real estate investing. And then Volution dot i o r e i volution dot i o and uh you've taken this you've used it and you've been using it in your own business you hired some incredible rock star developers to do some amazing stuff and i you're doing stuff with this setup that i've not seen anybody else do before uh there's a lot of guys good guys friends of mine that have podio products and do podio consulting and things like that and we've had them on the show before, and I'll probably have them on again. But you've taken this to just a, a, a crazy, insane level. And it's not like it's a big, complicated system either. And I'm, I'm stealing all your thunder. I'm talking for you. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I, I really like what you've done here. And you you have a complete lead management system, follow-up system. You integrate voice over IP 
phone systems, you know, you can set up contracts super easy. You have really incredible, robust reporting tools for managing your business. Mm-hmm. You do a lot of, you even have a skip tracing that you have built into here, right? Um, well, the management of it, not the actual okay. skip tracing itself. All right, all right. Well, you're talking about managing, you manage rehabs, you can manage your property managers, your properties, your contractors, and all that good stuff. And I just looking at what this thing does, it's it's insane. It's really, really good. And uh, so I wanted to talk with you about that. And why Podio? What what about Podio do you do you like and why did you start using it and tweaking it? Well, you turned me on to Podio. We used to use another CRM down here in Florida, basic CRM. You know, it did what it did. It basically would find, it would get on-market properties, REOs and anything listed on the MLS and put it in there for you. And you could just send contracts through it, as many as you want, either 100 at a time or one at a time to the agent. Um, And then you can just, it'll set tasks for you to follow up. And that worked for us the first year. However, it just got to a point where that was good for a one-man operation. It wasn't good for a team. So we needed, we knew we needed to find something that we can use for a team and we needed something that would fit our needs. So, um, there was a lot of talk about Podio. So we tried it first and I didn't like it. I'm like, ah, I don't know what to do with this thing. It doesn't make any sense. And then I believe we bought a course that you had. I think it was like a $500 course on yep. using Podio. It's probably one of the best investments I ever made, believe it or not. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> and, um, from there, I told my partner, Omar, I'm like, dude, you need to watch this course. I'm like, this thing can do everything that we needed to do. And so from there, we finally made the transition into Podio. We just had basic setups, just something to track our leads, yeah. something to track our closings. And it was pretty simple. And as the company grew and we added more people and our system started getting more robust, then our Podio also needed to get more robust. And it has just been a natural evolving process that you know has happened over the last two years of us you know building a building our business and it's just gotten more dialed in and now i you know i I love technology and i love simplicity so i you know i don't want to have to go and i like to see my i'm a like you know i'm a data freak so i want to know where i'm at right now i don't want to have to go to five softwares that take me five minutes to open up every single one and pull data from each one just to see stuff. Like I just want it in my face now at an instant whenever I so choose to look at it and I want it then now. And I could and Podio was the easiest way for me to do that. So that's kind of how it happened. And then, you know, it just got we used to do all the build out ourselves. And then it just got to a point where, you know, our systems needed to graduate. And we, you know, obviously I'm not a programmer or a coder or anything like that or a developer. And then, you know, it just got to a point where a, I was spending a shitload of ton of time dealing with Podio, which wasn't the highest, best use mm-hmm. of my time. Yeah. And B, you know, there's just certain things I want to do that was just outside of my, 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 my scope and my expertise that I just don't know. I know I want, I know what I wanted to do, but I don't know how to do it. So eventually we hired developers, you know, probably invested a good 30 grand with them and just building stuff out. And then eventually the relationship was really good. These guys were on point, you know, guys in our mastermind were super impressed with our setup and they wanted it. So that just kind of how that natural progression happened of us creating that other side little business and company to sell a copy of our Podio platform or whatnot. And 
It's an amazing, impressive platform. And I, I need to tell everybody listening to this too. You guys are very, very selective on who you work with. Uh, this setup that you have with Podio is not for everybody. And you're mm-hmm. looking for people that are doing at least 20 deals a year. They have at least five employees <laughs> and need to be spending at least $50,000 a year in marketing. Right, exactly. And so why is that? Why do you have those kinds of um, requirements? Well, because, you know, um, I, I know we were talking about this on the phone the other day. Yeah. You, you know, you, there has to, there's a point in your business where you're just, where you're the guy, you know, it's, everything's on you. You got to, you got to generate the revenue. You have to, you know, go on appointments. You have to get the contract signed and you have to answer the phones and you're doing all this stuff. When you're at that stage, you're not managing, you're working. I mean, you're still working either way, but, but you're at a technician level in your business and you're doing all the work in your business, so you're not working on your business. It gets to a point where, at a certain scale, you're still working, but now you're not. You're, 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 the working in your business tends to stop mostly, and you know at least fifty percent, if not more, of your time is working on the business. And once you get there, that's when I think our setup becomes really important. And if you're not there yet, I think it's it's just it's too much horsepower and too much stuff. That's just might overwhelm you and, and it's not it's not necessary for you because you don't need to manage all these things. You're just managing yourself. There's no people, there's no process really. It's just you grinding and getting stuff done, you know? Mm-hmm. Well they have to it's almost like this is a tool that if put into the wrong hands <laughs> can be not good. Counterproductive. Counterproductive, fully. I mean that's that's why I always tell people like, oh, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, from a price standpoint, we're, we're way, we're, we're priced much, much higher than stuff in the market. Cause obviously yeah. we offer way more value, but regardless of the price, you know, if you're only doing a couple of deals a year and you try to use our system, you're, you're going to spend more time figuring it out and what to do from each step of the way than just doing deals. Like it just doesn't make any sense. You're, you know, all you need is just something to track your leads and just make sure you're on top of them. That's it. You don't need anything more complicated than that, you know? Yeah, and if you're not doing this kind of volume and deals, yeah, you're exactly right. There's more important things you need to be worried about. More important things than a fancy CRM that does everything for you. <laughs> right. And gives you data and all. You don't need any of that stuff. You just need you just need to be in front of people or on the phone selling, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Really really good point. Let's dive in a little bit more into what REI Evolution does. I've talked about it a little bit. What are some of the favorite things you like about it? Well, so I love I, I love the fact that we have the we we can manage our HR from there. I think that's super cool. So explain that a little bit. Basically, I haven't. Um, we have you know we can manage when people do good things in our business. So let's say someone does something that's aligned with our core values, we'll mark it in there. So then when we do our quarterly meetings, we can see all the good things people have done, and we can see the bad things they've done. And so we can assess who in our team we need to reward and incentivize and who on our team we probably need to consider, you know, sincerely, should they even be on our team. We can track payroll in there. We can track time off. We can track, you know, time that they've been with us in the company. We can track salary. Hmm. So all that stuff is just automated in there. All the finances, I think that's something pretty unique that we do um, that not many people do. So we can see how much money is coming in, how much money is going out. Our dashboards are probably 
out of this world crazy. Oh yeah, they're they're very visual too, which I yep. love. Yeah, they're visual. It's a, that's that's kind of outside of Podio. Podio doesn't give you that, but um, it pulls the data from Podio, and we can see we can visually see you know all the numbers that we need to see in all the departments. So. I can see, like, if I look at finances, I can see, you know, how much money is coming in, how much money is going out, maybe how much money I have out, whether they're in escrow deposits or seller advances and stuff like that. I can see that without having to go to QuickBooks and pull my balance sheet. We can see, you know, how much we spend on payroll, how much we spend on marketing, how much money is coming in on a monthly basis, how much we've made every month or how much we've made for the year. You know, we can track every single marketing KPI to the cent and to the exact split test that's being done. We can separate it by markets. I mean, we, we can see so much stuff that just really helps us, you know. And then on the acquisition side, I can see how many calls they're making, how many contacts they've made, how many appointments they've set, what, how much money they have they brought in the pipeline, what their average profit. I basically just see everything. So that way, you know, when you're on one man show, this is just overwhelming for you. Like, you know, someone listening now might be like, this is crazy, you know? Yeah. But you get to a level where you need this stuff as a manager because you need to know where, where in your process of your business, where, where are things breaking? Or where is something that's, where, where is there a bottleneck that you need to solve and figure out? And if you don't have this data, you can't tell. And the thing is, so I'm virtual. That's another thing. Where do, no one works in an office. Everyone works from home, so I I can't rely on being in an office seeing what people are doing. I need to see data. Mm. That's the only thing I have. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, even more so, I'm more dependent on it and, and needed for it. So I need, you know, I'm all all about data. That's good. I think if more people were all here's the thing, and I'm not saying I'm good at this either. If you don't know your numbers, you don't have a business. And when I hear that, I'm like. Oh, crap, because I don't know my numbers as well as I should. It's always been a battle of mine to like make sure I know my numbers and have it. E- but if you have a system that kind of just tracks it for you, man, how brilliant is that? Makes it so much easier, does it? It makes it easy. And then it's not subject to human error. You know, that was the other problem. That's We, we were always on spreadsheets, and then spreadsheets is like, well, what if someone plugged in a number here, Ron? How do we know? Yeah, <laughs> and you don't. Then you have to go do the research to see, and and then with the spreadsheets, we're limited too because I can use my setup and I can I can I can track reference my my data from any timeline that I want. Mm-hmm. So I can see I can see last quarter and compare it to last year, yeah. or or last or last year with this year. I can I, I can't do that on a spreadsheet. You know, I just see everything, but I can't see progressions and I can't see you know what do you call it? Patterns. I, I can't see stuff like that. You know, it just requires spreadsheets and then secondary spreadsheets to start tracking stuff as they go. But that's, that's really complicated to do and time consuming. Do you agree with that statement? If you don't know your numbers, you don't have a real business. Sure. Absolutely. Mm. That might be a good title for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Because man, that's, that's so critical. And uh, I'm writing this down right now. So many guys out there, they're just, you know, spraying and praying that their marketing works. It's called spray and pray marketing, right? Just spray a bunch out there, hopefully. And and the great thing about real estate is even if you're doing that, you can still do deals and still make money. But we're talking about like having a real business, a real business that can grow, that can give you a lot of money, make a lot of money for you, where you're not 
driving yourself to the ground, working so hard and being frustrated and all of that stuff. So super critical. And, and I've seen this firsthand when you've demonstrated REI evolution before. What you can show and how you can, sh- you know, the numbers, it's, it's pretty crazy awesome. Well, for me, like, you know, I like in life, I don't mind, but in business, I don't like uncertainty. Yeah. You know, so I want to make my business as predictable as I can make it. Like, I want to know exactly how much money is coming in next week and how much money is going out. I mean, I don't, I just, I want to know. And so if you don't know the numbers, if you don't know your numbers, there's no way you'll be able to tell. Like, it's just impossible. And then, and, and if your business isn't predictable, you have a problem because you're always, you're, you're always going to, you know, you're always going to be riding this roller coaster of, do I have money coming in or not? And it's just, that's not a fun, that's not a fun business to be in. You know, it'll get, it'll get really stressful for you during certain times, you know? Sure. It's sure. But you also do bookkeeping in here. Talk about how you track bookkeeping, do bookkeeping with Podio. Yeah. So basically as soon as, so in our closing, in our, in the closing app in Podio, as soon as our transaction coordinator closes the file, a PNL is created automatically. And then in our PNL, our bookkeeper gets a task to basically put it in. She puts it in there. She uploads the balance sheet. If, if it's needed, uh, sometimes if it's just an assignment, then it's not needed. She'll upload the, um, the QuickBooks PNL report in there. Our COO, which is my partner, Omer, gets a workflow to basically just review that the Podio matches the QuickBooks. It's kind of a check and balance. He marks it approved, and then it just shows, hey, you know, then on a dashboard, it reports, hey, you made 20 grand or 30 grand or 40 grand or whatever it was on this deal. And then, you know, our CEO dashboard, which is the main one that I look at, basically shows on a month-to-month basis how much revenues come in and how much revenues come in for the year. And that's how it tells us, you know. And then basically in the closing app as well, if we send escrow deposits out or make advances or just a little button, we click and Podio sends it to the bookkeeper. Hey, you know, this amount of money has come in or this amount of money went out for, for a deposit or an advance or whatever. And she sees it. So it eliminates the it eliminates a bookkeeper having to constantly call you or call your COO to ask, hey, what's this stuff for? Because they don't know. And so, you know, I'm sure people here who are running day-to-day operations, they, you know, they probably have to send their books, their books to a CPA and it requires hours of their CPAs just grilling them for what is this? What is that? What is that? Multiply that by a hundred transactions a year. And it's crazy. You need to have a system. So that takes care of that. And then on the rehab side, all the expenses and all the checks and all the accounts payables and all that's just done in Podio. And it's just, it just works as a check and balance between the project manager bookkeeper and COO and everything is just documented there in Podio for us to see and for us to approve. And it just happens seamlessly. Nice. Very cool. Talk about some of the communication tools that you're doing. Can they do the simple things like make phone calls, send text messages, email autoresponders, things like that? Yep. Yep. So we have, um, we on the on the acquisition side, we have email, text, and voicemail drip campaigns that go out. You can you can customize that to go out on whatever days that you want. You can there's really no limit as to how you can set that up. Um, it's pretty simple to do. And then um, on the phone side, yeah, you can just click a button and make a dial right from Impodio using our phone softwares. And if sellers respond to the emails or to phone calls or to texts or whatever 
it just pops right back into that seller file in Podio and notifies whoever's on that file that a response came in and you can see it in there. Nice. Does it do anything with direct mail? It can. We don't do it. We don't do anything with that just because that's just typically our own process. Okay. We've looked into setting like APIs with like certain direct mail mail houses, but the ones who offer it, you know, it just hasn't made sense to do it because obviously, you know, the, for us, the direct mail is a commodity. And so, you know, we do a hundred thousand postcards a month and, uh, you know, five cents makes a big difference at the bottom line. And sure. so I'm not going to spend five or six cents more to have an API. Um, it just doesn't make sense. It just, it doesn't really require too much to have on person just to send an email out. And that email can be sent from inside of Podio. Mm -hmm. So we don't have anything for the direct mail side in it right now. Okay. The automated drip campaigns and follow-up, can you talk about that? What are some of the follow-up you guys do? We basically have three different stages in our, uh, uh, or I guess we have four different stages of how our drip campaigns work. Now this is my this is just my business in particular. So we have what we call a discovery phase, which is when a seller calls in or or leaves a voicemail or 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 pulls on a web form and we haven't actually made contact and gone through, you know, our sales interview process with them to diagnose really where they are and what the deal is. So we call that the discovery phase. So while in the discovery phase we have a 15-day automatic campaign that has text, email, and voice, goes out on day zero, day two, day five, day nine, and day 15, and just kind of hits them with separate, several progressive messages that happen over that time, in addition to the manual follow-up that my sales reps have to do. And so, you know, we basically say, if, we, if, they, haven't, if they haven't responded to us within those 15 days, they're never going to respond. We're, we're, we're moving it dead. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we basically have what we call a qualified lead, um, or a non-qualified lead and we can have a non-qualified lead that has no distress or a non-qualified lead that has distress and then so we have a different drip campaign for those two different ones for the qualified ones there is no drip campaign because my my acquisition team should be on those leads daily so we figured there's really no point of having a drip campaign there and then if a, if a deal does go get signed and for whatever reason it dies doesn't go to closing because we figured we overpaid for it or something like that. Then it goes into a separate lost drip campaign that we have to try and bring those deals back as well as the manual follow-up. So I personally like manual follow-up more than anything, but the, I, I, but the drip campaigns just help us keep sure that stuff doesn't fall through the cracks, you know? Nice. I like it. I like it a lot. So um, what's your goal with REI Evolution, Gabriel? What what's your ultimate goal? Because you are limiting it to how many people can sign up for it, just because of the amount of they need to have a business already. Right. I mean, my goal with it is basically just to attract that talent that can see the value in it and obviously impact their business in a significant way. And whether that's a hundred people or two hundred people, I don't know. And that's it. I think you know, if we attract that amount, it's fantastic. It'll basically pay for all the time and energy that I've spent on developing this thing for my own business. Provides residual income for us. I think that on a service level, we'll be able to provide you know outstanding service than pretty much any other CRM wouldn't be able to do because they just have too many users and 
too many things going on that it wouldn't make sense for them to do. So I, I think our retention rate for that should be extraordinarily high and we'll be able to constantly evolve and grow with that person because as my business grows, I'm making those changes and modifications as well. And as you know, I get users who have specific different unique things in their business as almost any other you know, operator does and we can make those unique changes for them to that system. So that even though it's a, it's a turnkey system, we typically do, we're typically always doing some type of custom tweaks and modifications to it as, as people sign up for it. Okay. Makes sense. Well, good. So if people want to get more information, they can go to reivolution.com, reivolution, I'm sorry, .io. .io. Yep. And there's a place where uh, you can... You can't even sign up if you wanted to. You have to get in touch with Gabriel. <laughs> he wants to talk with you first. You have to request a price because it's serious. They want to make sure that you know what you're the right person for this product and the product is right for you. So they just don't take anybody, which I think is awesome. I, I, I like this model a lot. You put a lot of resources into building this. You're actually using it for your own business. And it's not for everybody. It's uh, it's a very robust system, and I love Podio for so many reasons. The main reason being, it's not a box you have to fit into. It, you know, you can you can go outside the box. You can design to track whatever you want. I use Podio for my wholesaling deals, my land deals, my coaching business, the podcasts, administrative stuff. Not to the full extent that you do, because I don't have as much of the integrations. I've simplified everything, but yeah, this is. I'm 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 really happy to see what you've done here. I think it's amazing, Gabriel. Thank you. Your website looks really good too. Did you Did you guys build this yourself? Yeah, yeah. My partners had a. They have a web developer that did it for us. Nice, super nice. I might want to talk to them about building me a website. Do they do that? <laughs> just web, yeah, just websites. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I actually told them I'm, I, they're, they're they're building one for me now too. I, I told them I wanted to build a personal site for myself, um, and they're they're going to do that for me too. Well, let's talk offline to see what kind of prices they charge. Sure, that might be cool. Cool. Well, Gabriel, how can people uh, get a hold of you? Do they just go to Cali- uh, Fl- California, Florida CashHomeBuyers dot com? No, they can probably just look me up on Facebook, and um, I'm I'm typically pretty active on Facebook. You can look me up by just Gabriel Garcia. Cool. And um, yeah, it's typically the best way. Okay. Unless like unless you have property that you want us to help wholesale in your in Florida, if you call our number, then you know someone in our company can help with that. But um, you know, just like for specific stuff for me personally, just Facebook. Nice. I see you're easy to find on Facebook, Gabriel Garcia. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's your personal profile. It's not a page. It's your personal profile, it looks like. Yep. And um, cool. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, Gabriel. Do you have any uh, parting advice, any parting words you want to tell folks? Man, um, caught me off guard there. I, I have no idea. I guess I don't even know. <laughs> That's all right. What would you, okay, how about this? this is a better question. If you were talking to yourself when you first got started in real estate, and I think you said, what, what, when did you say you got started? 2013. All right. So if you were talking to yourself in early 2013, what would you tell yourself? Mm. 
if I can talk to myself that that time, I would yeah. have told myself to market as soon as possible, reinvest every single penny into marketing, focus fully on marketing and sales and don't dick around with anything else. Don't dick around mm. with rehabbing. Don't look at lease options. Don't look at anything. Just focus on the wholesaling and just spend all your energy and time on marketing and acquisitions. I love the uh, emphasis on marketing. Not what you said about lease options. You hurt my feelings there a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but what you're saying is focus, right? You're, you're focus. saying don't focus on two different strategies. Pick one or the other and just focus on it, right? Yeah, because I started wholesaling, right? So for me, for me to go around and, you know, you, you know, you get you get the shiny object syndrome, especially uh -huh. when, you're, when you're new because you don't know. Like yeah. you, you see, like oh man, there's five different ways I can sell a house. So you start trying to do all five, and you you, you don't do anything. Uh -huh. You know. Yeah, that's that's good advice. Totally agree with that. Pick wholesaling, pick lease options, something, and just focus 100% on it. Don't get distracted with shiny objects, and do a bunch of marketing, and then do a bunch more. Yeah, and then do a bunch, bunch more after that because you're in the marketing business. You're not in the real estate business. Really good, that's pretty, man. That's pretty much it. You know, eventually you'll build enough momentum that will just carry yourself, carry yourself to a to, to the next level. That's it's mm -hmm. all about momentum. And um, yeah, so many times, dude, I, I made money and then I would reinvest my money instead of into marketing into a rehab. And you know. You go into this cycle that just, it just, you take one step forward and take one step back, you know? Um, that's why I tell everybody, just focus on one thing, man, and just get it really, really, really good, you know? Man, I can relate. <laughs> I think if I, I was thinking about that, what would I tell myself as well? I would tell myself, pick one strategy and go for it. Just do it. Stop being afraid of making mistakes of goofing up and messing up. Cause I was so afraid. I was petrified of like, what if it goes wrong? Or what if they ask me a question? I don't know the answer to, or sure. what if they don't think that I'm professional? What if they find out the truth and find out and know, or figure out that, uh, I have not done a deal before yet. You know, right. so petrified about all the different what ifs. I, I wish somebody would have told me, stop asking what if and start asking what next. Like, what's the next thing you got to do? So I would do a bunch of marketing and just it, it would all work out. Mm -hmm. I think and I think that's what the I think that's what having a coach is good, you know, because mm -hmm. a coach will a good coach should, I think, at least, you know, a give you that confidence that you need to overcome those mental and emotional objections and limited beliefs that you have and then b you know they should keep you accountable to make sure that your actions are focused and aligned with what your end goal is and not you're not screwing around doing a million things at once you know yeah man that's so important focus there's about three different titles i'd want to call this podcast you know cash flow is more important than profit uh, if you don't know your numbers you don't have a real business and the power of focus I think, I think I'll go with if you don't know your numbers. <laughs> I like that one better. I agree. <laughs> hey, Gabriel, it's good to talk to you. Appreciate it. And Likewise, if, man. Guys, again, if you want to get a hold of Gabriel, go to his Facebook page. Just look up uh, Facebook and go search for Gabriel Garcia. And 
he uh, there might be a bunch of Gabriel Garcias in there. But if you look for the good looking guy from Florida, his <laughs> his uh, his job title is visionary at Florida Cash Home Buyers, and uh, just connect to them, say hi. We have seven hundred and thirty one mutual friends, Gabriel. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not. Wow. Uh, 731 mutual friends. But um, and then also, if you want to check out reivolution.io, go check that out. We'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. Uh, good talking to you, Gabriel. Appreciate it, man. Likewise, man. Thank you for having me on. All right. We'll talk to you later. 